0: head to patreon.com slash Healthy Mama Chris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking
1: Club. I can't wait to see you in there.
0: All right, let's get on with the episode.
1: I guess overall, when I'm talking about um, that vision, it's really, again, if anything is possible just design, like you have the paintbrush and it's this empty canvas. So what are you going to create? And and the goals then are, what are those steps? What are the colors you're going to use? You know, that really the specifics of it. Living a healthy,
0: balanced life is no small feat. Especially when you're a mom. With meals to cook, laundry to load, work to do, and humans to raise, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on again, off again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe living a healthy life has become way too complicated. What we need isn't a new plan or program telling us what to eat or how to live. We need simple, uncomplicated routines and information that's going to help us live our best, most beautiful life without rules and restrictions. Join me, Kristen Dofniak, holistic health coach, certified intuitive eating counselor, and mama of two for weekly conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life, uncomplicate eating, and simplify in every area of mom life. The new year is just a few short days away and I think many of us are taking the time between Christmas and New Year's to really reflect on the year past and start to create some goals and plans for the year ahead. But for many of us, our 2020 did not go as planned. Actually, I think it's safe to say that for all of us, our 2020 did not go as planned. So how do you create goals for a new year knowing that Anything is possible and learning that we really have to expect the unexpected, but that it doesn't mean that going into the new year, we can't create a vision for the life that we want to live. In fact, creating a vision for the life that we actually want to live and the person we want to be might be something that could help us when we are presented with a year like 2020 where so many things happen that are totally out of our plan instead of creating goals that are arbitrary and goals that are based on things that are very changeable. Instead, what if we created goals based on our overall vision for our lives and the woman we want to become, the life we want to live, who we want to be when we're 80, how we want our kids to remember their time with us. What if we started looking at things in a little bit of a different light? Today, I am so, so excited to have my friend Sarah back on the podcast. You know Sarah already. She's been on the podcast to talk about peace and productivity. She is the founder of A Simply Big Life and the creator of the Peace and Productivity Planner. Sarah is just an incredible wealth of wisdom when it comes to really creating the life we want to live from a place of creating a greater vision for our lives based on our core values and then breaking that down into actionable steps. So we simplify our lives, we have more peace in our overall lives, but we're also productive and getting the things that we want to get done and reaching our goals. So I invited her to come back on today and to share her really unique perspective on how to create so called goals for the new year based on your vision and your core values. And something that we share in the episode, you might have heard me talk about already is that Sarah and I are teaming up together for a 10-day challenge at the beginning of the year from January 1st through 10th with 10 days of prompts, live videos, and a workbook to help to inspire balance and simplicity in the new year in every area. We're gonna talk about creating a vision for the new year just like we are in today's episode, defining our core values, learning how to audit our energy, create positive habits, create a framework for routines, how to create a habit, and to create a weekly refresh for a positive start each and every week. We are combining the best of both of our worlds when it comes to creating a more peaceful and balanced life and I cannot wait to dig into it with you. So if you have not yet joined us, it's 100% free. You can go to healthymommachris.com slash thrive. That's T-H-R-I-V-E. The link is gonna be in the show notes and you can join us for that. This episode is the perfect primer to listen to, to start thinking about your vision for the new year and the years ahead, and to jump in with us and hit the ground running for 2021. I hope you all enjoy this conversation I had with Sarah. I know I enjoyed talking to her as I always do. We could talk for hours and hours, and I know you're going to get so much value out of this episode. So without further ado, here's my second conversation with Sarah Dalton. Hi Sarah. Welcome back to the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. I am
1: so excited to have you back on. Hi, Kristen. Thank you so much. I am thrilled to be chatting with you today. I always love talking to you. <laughs> oh, I know. You know I love talking to you
0: too. We've already been talking for what, a half an hour already? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I figured we should probably get started on the actual podcast. Right. <laughs> But you you know how much I feel like our missions align so much in helping moms feel just more peaceful in their lives, for me very much with food and with family and work and more with all of the work you do. So I'm so excited to chat with you today, again, about creating a vision for the new year. And I love that you talk about creating a vision for the new year, and, and we'll dive into this in just a couple of minutes, in mm-hmm. a very different way than I think a lot of people talk about traditional goals. So I think that um, many of the women listening are probably just coming off of a busy holiday season that probably looks a lot different than it has in the past in a year that certainly looked different than it has in the past for all of us in many ways. And I think women are very eager to, at least I know I am, to kind of restart when it comes to the new year. And so I am so excited to talk about this and to help them kind of create
1: a vision for, a flexible vision for Mm -hmm. what the next year might look like. Absolutely. Yeah, I I definitely I feel you on that one. I know it's been quite the year for everybody. So I am ready. I'm ready to get a new vision, you know, and just really, yeah, really dive into that. I'm excited. Yes. Oh, me too. So last
0: time we started with an icebreaker and because I already asked you that, I would love to start with another fun little icebreaker if you don't mind. Absolutely. (laughs) So last time we talked about what you like to drink first thing in the morning, and now I would love to ask you, what food are
1: you loving lately? Ooh. Okay. (laughs) This is so funny. I was having this conversation. I feel like food is interesting right now (laughs) because, um, when you first say, what are you eating? I'm thinking dinners. And then I'm thinking, um, it just feels like I'm always in the kitchen. And so making food right now, honestly, feels a little bit like a struggle. Like, Mm. and I know that's why I go to you then for all the help, the meal prepping, the inspiration, all that for sure. Um, so, but in general, so anything simple. I mean, I know that's like, literally, I just I don't have really the motivation or the energy really to like create anything, you know anything fancy. So we're just keeping it super simple. Um, and honestly, we're eating out a lot, a lot more, I feel like. So I feel like the food right now, it's just, and now that it's also getting a little, not today, but it's getting cooler. Mm -hmm. So I like the, the comforting, like chili and, um, anything like meaty, like definitely, I mean, burgers are always my go-to comfort food. Um, so yeah. So I don't know if that really answers. <laughs> it's like food is, it, it is, it's an interesting thing right now. Cause I'm like, you know, sometimes I need the comfort. Sometimes I just need the nourishment. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything simple. I'm like, I'm very focused on like these other areas of my life and just, I need to feed my family and then move on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think that's so
0: great to hear from the productivity expert that sometimes (laughs) we need to let go of one area just a little bit. And so that we can focus on the other areas because you're all about prioritizing, right? Like what what is most important? And right now it's like, I got to feed my family. I got to feed myself. Sometimes I need a little uh, little, um, comfort. Sometimes I need nourishment. Sometimes I need both. But you're doing it in the best way that you can, the easiest way you can for your family. And I think that's so aligned with what we're going to talk about in creating
1: a vision for our life and really focusing on on what matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny when you put it that way. I'm like, that's actually exactly what I've been doing. Like it hasn't been top of mind, which sometimes it is, right? In different seasons, I'm like very motivated and prioritizing healthy dinners and stuff like that. And sometimes I don't, and that's okay.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I think that's going to give the woman listening so much encouragement mm -hmm. that, Oh, it's okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Even even these people who are
0: experts in their fields are like, we got to let some things go. And what's really funny is Right now I'm in a phase of doing a ton of recipe testing for the end of the year and the new year. And Mm -hmm. as I do that, I don't really plan meals and I don't really do meal prep. And those are two of the things that That I'm best known for. It's like balanced eating, meal planning, (laughs) meal prep. And I'm not doing it because I'm just recipe testing and we're basically just eating leftovers. And that's Mm -hmm. the season that we're in because I'm not thinking about Trying to plan other things while I'm focusing in this other area. So yeah. Yep. Well, I hope that's I hope that's encouragement from both of us of the mom yeah. listening. Sometimes it's just about prioritizing. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so I would love to just kind of start off our conversation when it comes to creating a new year's vision, talking about what the new year looked like for you before you started approaching it the way that we're gonna talk about today.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness. So I was thinking about, I was thinking about this and just kind of what my years in the past have looked like on like December, even leading up to January. And, and I think what kept coming up for me, it's like this, this stress or this feeling of like, I've got to figure it out because come January 1st, everything changes. Like it's game on. It's again, I mean, like kind of like we talked about and we always touch on, I think just that black and white, all or nothing. It's like the turn of the new year is I approached it like, okay, now I can't do, I'm going to do it all, all the things right, whatever that means. Right. Like, and I think the biggest thing, the difference it was that it was just not connected to anything. It was like throwing spaghetti at the wall What in that moment when I'm like, and usually it was around making my body smaller, mm-hmm. like, because that's the most obvious, right? Like it was the thing that was in front of my face from social everywhere, right? Like just the world, like come January 1st, that's the goal you should set is to lose weight. Like the shoulds. Um, and at least that was my, that was the message I got. And it was the easiest thing. It was like, it was the easiest thing. And I didn't do the differences that I just didn't do that. The work, like I didn't go deeper and, and see if that's really what I needed or wanted even. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah, well, I should, I should want to lose five pounds. Right. Cause, and so, yeah, so I think, Oh, the word that I was thinking of is just arbitrary goals, like things they, they didn't yeah. really connect to who I was. And uh, again, they didn't connect to any deep, bigger vision. And so it, inevitably they, they wouldn't last. They weren't, I mean, maybe a couple days and, but there was really no plan either. I would set a, it was like, there was no follow through follow up. There mm-hmm. was no bigger plan. And, um, and so it just fizzled out. And you know, when the cheeseburger came and it was time to you know, <laughs> like commit one way or the other, it was like, no, it's not really what I wanted. So yeah. it was these arbitrary goals. It was just getting caught up in the shoulds, and and then inevitably, quote unquote, feeling like I failed in some way mm-hmm. because I didn't do what I didn't want to do in the first anyway. Like, so it's just crazy when I think about it. Um, Now, and, and to be totally transparent too, it's not like I have it all figured out and now my new years are amazing and I have the, I can do, you know, but I know I, I'm more clear that it it has to be connected to something. I think that's the biggest thing moving into this new year, especially, right? Like, because we don't, when we set these arbitrary goals and then a year like 2020 happens, (laughs) we're, we're, we're thrown off our game real quick. And so if there's, I know we're going to dive into this, but if there's that bigger vision, you have, it's so much more sustainable.
0: So, (laughs) yes. Oh my gosh. I know. I think this year, I think at least for myself, and I know for a lot of people around me has really brought to light what really matters Mm -hmm. in our lives. And maybe what we have put a lot of weight on in the past, um, and whether that is like actual weight, like right. our actual body. Like we've put weight on the way that we look or the way that we appear to other people versus how we actually mm-hmm. want to feel on the inside um, and how we want to live our lives. But I think it's brought a lot of that to light. And so I think a lot of us are searching for a new way of approaching the yeah. new year and just approaching our lives and going, okay, the the next year can't, it can't feel like this again. And there's, because there is so much out of our control. Right. None of us knew that there was going to be this global pandemic and none of us could have predicted this. All we can focus on ourselves is how we react to it. And and I think Mm -hmm. when we are not prepared to react in a positive way to something like that, I think that's where we get really thrown off. But when we do create that greater vision and just, and like you're going to talk about, I know get into what, what we really value and what's really important yeah. to us, then no matter what's thrown our way, right, we can kind yeah. of adjust as, as needed. Exactly. I think that's, that's so, so important. I think, oh my gosh, this is so important. Mm-hmm. And I hope like, oh, I hope that's, Reaches thousands and thousands of women and really helps to change their mindset because it can be, I think it can be approached in a different way. Yeah. I know. And I love that you touched upon kind of like the dieting aspect of things too, where I'm just going to go and change my body. I'm going to lose five pounds or whatever it is, those arbitrary goals, those kind of surface level goals, because that is what the world tells us what to do because it is so easily seen from the outside. You can see that change quickly, whether it's somebody else seeing it or it's just, you know, oh, you can see the change on the scale. So it feels like we've made a change. But if it doesn't actually make a change in the way that we want to live our lives, then yep. it's it's like you said, it's not going to last. So being able to dig a bit deeper yep. is so, so key and so exactly. important. I remember actually myself. The first year that I, so I had, the, I when I officially really, truly stopped dieting, when I decided that I was going to stop dieting was actually just a couple months before I became pregnant with my youngest daughter who just turned three. Um, so it was a little bit over, it was like three and a half years ago, um, or I guess it was four years ago now. And I remember those new years and like having a great holiday season with my family and friends and kind of thinking about the new year and then the new year coming and going, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to set goals outside of setting body goals. Totally. What else am I going to set goals on? So I'm so excited to be able to to really dig into this. So instead of the old way of approaching maybe a list of goals that we may or may Mm -hmm. not accomplish, this list of arbitrary goals, these surface level goals, you talk about starting with this vision for the new year. So what is the difference then? What is the difference between just setting these goals and actually creating a vision for the new year?
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to talk about this. Like of, of obviously, like it's like it's my passion, it's my heart because this is truly what creates, like we were saying, that that real and lasting change. And so uh, there's a couple ways that I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much I want to say about it. But I think that just at, just to answer the question right off the bat, the way I look at it and I just heard um, John Graham, I read this quote that the vision is the heart and the goal are from the heart and the goals are from the head. Okay. So if you start from your heart, I guess that's the way I'm looking at it, and that in my journey with everything, with this business, with my parenting, all the things, with my my body, all the things. Um, it's if you try to start from your head, and and it's not connected to the heart and the and the deeper why, it's not true and meaningful. And you might, uh, you might reach that goal. You might get there, but then that's when I feel like that's the, that feeling of, well, this doesn't feel like I thought it would. This doesn't feel like it's fulfilling or literally you don't get the result. Like you get the result, but you don't get that feeling. We're ultimately Mm -hmm. after the feeling, which is the heart and the reason behind it. So to back up a little bit, what I'm really excited about is this It's kind of been born out of all this, the things that I've kind of figured out in my own life and that I'm helping women getting that peace and productivity in their life. And it's starting with the big three. So your core values, your vision, and then your goals, because I do think we need goals. Um, I think they are a piece of the puzzle, but I don't think they're the first piece. So I think that's the difference, right? Where we can get... Um, well it's like out of order and then, and then we get confused or frustrated because when it gets hard, because it will, when a pandemic happens, because it might, (laughs) because it did, um, when we get anything, any struggles or anything in our way, if it's, if our goals are not connected to our bigger vision, we're most likely going to stop. (laughs) But if they are connected to their, that this vision, it's, it's ultimately, it's going to, it's not going to rock that boat. It's going to rock it maybe a little bit. You got the waves going, but you're not going to, you're not going to stop. You're not going to fall out of the boat completely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, so, and then how I kind of break it down. And I know we'll talk a little bit about values as well, but the values, your core values are the who, who you are and the way you see the world, what you believe to be true. And the vision is the why. So why you do what you do, your purpose, your priorities, and your passion, the heart behind it all. And then the goals are the what. What are you going to do to get there, to get to that that place, that bigger vision? So, and then, you know, ultimately then there's systems and that's the how and all that good stuff. But I think just to clarify, you know, in, in my brain, that's how I see it. The difference that you need, you need the why before you figure out the what.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I talk to women about this when we talk about creating a healthy, balanced life too. And I really, I have them dig deep and I, I, In the past, I haven't necessarily looked at our whole year and our whole lives as a whole this way, but this is what I've come to learn when it comes to creating change in our lives when it comes to health. I have a yeah. lot of women who come to me who their only goal going back to the the weight loss, their only goal has ever been to lose weight. And I don't think that weight loss is wrong. Right. There are a lot of people out there who are either in one camp or the other. They're like, you should focus on weight loss or you should never focus on weight loss. Yeah. And I think that it's it's not about the focus being on or not on weight mm-hmm. loss. I think it's about the focus being on How do you actually want to feel in your life? What kind of health do you actually want to have? And if that's part of it, then that's part of it. That's great. But let's focus on what's actually important and your greater vision of what a healthy life looks like to you. And what does that feel like to you? So I love that you start with that greater vision, that heart behind it, Mm
1: -hmm. and then kind
0: of dig into those, those core values. So I would I would love for you to just break down core values a little bit more because I think it's something that's easy to hear. Yeah. Oh yeah. My core values, but it's, it's sometimes hard to define. So can you kind of define or maybe give a couple examples? Obviously you're not going to put words in their mouth. They can create their own core values, but can you just kind of explain a little bit what are core values and what are maybe some examples of core values and, and kind of how it would apply to creating this
1: new year's vision? Absolutely. Yes. So ultimately, and, and I will mention, I have, um, a a new PDF that kind of walks, will walk you through this process as well um, that I updated because the more I'm just digging into core values and how important they are, literally they're at the top of the funnel for me, right? Like the big three that starts with that. So naming your core values, there are, it's ultimately the beliefs that are going to shape our life and what we are building our days and our weeks and our life around. And I like to think of it too. It's, it's our non-negotiables, the things that we are at the top of our priorities for me, it's faith, family, freedom, health, and integrity. Those are my top Mm -hmm. five core values. And the beautiful thing is that we're all going to have different values. We are all um we're all going to approach life obviously from a totally different lens. So I used to think you know well doesn't everybody isn't everybody's core one of their core values health? Not necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. Like and if and if it's not that's obviously totally okay. Like that's the beauty of doing this work, the values work is finding out for you because maybe because this is where it all connects because if health ultimately isn't, you know, isn't your top priority it can still be in there it can still be obviously something that you work on and it's important to you but it's not your top 5 or it's not your like the thing that drives you and motivates you and that you build your life around um, then why? Then setting a goal to lose five pounds like that doesn't compute. That doesn't connect, mm-hmm. right? So starting with the value, uh, naming it, and again, the this will it'll walk you through like what are the values? There's so many <laughs> that mm-hmm. to choose from, and then the biggest thing that I've learned or that is just defining them. So naming them, but defining them for you. What it, when I say health? That's so huge, right? When I say family, that's huge. Like we basically understand, but what does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? Define what that means. Cause the more clear, the more specific you get, the better results, the more, this is going to literally feed into how you create your vision, how you create your goals, and then how you spend your days. So I always say it's aligning our values with how we spend our time every day with our days. And that's like yes. the magic. <laughs> that's like my, probably my biggest mission, I think, to help women do that. Because then when we're live literally in alignment and, and it's not going to be, you know, 100% of the time, like, but that's our goal. That's what we're aiming for. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that peaceful feeling. That's when we're not going to necessarily feel that burnout. It's not that that's not a possibility, but it's more likely that you will not, <laughs> that you will- yeah really be able when you're in that alignment. So once you define what that looks like for me, health, it's not just, it's, it's my body is probably the last thing. Now I'm thinking it's my mental health. It's Mm -hmm. my emotional health, right? It's the holistic picture of health. So when I'm saying health is a value, a core value, then that really means like I'm, I'm digging deeper and I'm going, it's like this wider reach. So it's going. So I'm not just going to go. Then when I go into my vision, um, and we'll talk about that. But that's ultimately the core values. They they are that starting point. Um, so yeah if
0: that <laughs> answer. Oh my your gosh. totally answer my question. I have like light bulb moment happening over here too, and I have to like calm my brain down for a second over here because now I'm thinking about defining my own core values a little yeah, bit deeper. Yeah. because I have defined my core values and just using your planner, I love that you kind of go through this process in the peace and productivity planner. Yes. and so I've defined my core values, but I love that you take it one step further and not just not just naming them, but defining them for you. Yep. Because I know, like when you said family, and I'm like, of course that that is one of my core values too. And I think for many of us with families, core Mm -hmm. values is, or sorry, one of our core values is is our family. What does that mean? And so what came up for me immediately was feeling connected to my family. Mm -hmm. Because during this time of the pandemic that we've had in 2020, I know that I have been around my family. More than I literally ever have. And I was yes. joking with um, my, actually, I was joking with my assistant the other day because her husband is military and my husband's a sailor. So, and I know your husband goes away often. Mm-hmm. And for his job too. Yeah. And they both go away often. And I'm like, this is the most time I've spent with my husband in 10 years of marriage. And I'm kind of like, I don't even, I, it's <laughs> a lot now. This yeah. is strange. <laughs> but just because I see him and just mm. because I see my kids and just because they're around mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we are feeling connected. Yeah. So for me, one of those core values is connection, yep. and that is something that I want to bring into more into 2021 because yeah. I think especially with a lot of the overwhelm for me personally in 2020, it can be easy to just go through the motions of the day yep. and then look back on the week and go, "Oh, we didn't have a ton of connected family time. The kids yeah. were just there. We did the homeschool thing. We did the mealtime thing. We did right. the everyday things, but we didn't do a lot of connected." So to to not go off on too much of a tangent, that was yeah. that was just really powerful for me right there. I That's had that awesome. light bulb moment where I'm like, okay, I've defined my values. I've I've named them. Right. define them for. Yes. Myself. So yep. I love that so so much. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk then about taking those values. So we have named our values and we are defining those values and then we are turning them into a vision. So how do we take those and how do we take those values and turn them into that vision? And then maybe if you want to start like digging into a little bit of then, how do we take that vision and turn it into a goal? You don't have to go through your entire process, but maybe yeah. be the Cliff's notes version.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> And this is where I feel like I'm going to try to keep on track because I, again, get so excited. I'm like, there's so many things, there's so many layers, I think. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely, um, you know, I just want to give sort of like that, that baseline so that the women listening, they can, they can, you can start. <laughs> yes. um, so, so yeah. So I think ultimately the way that I look at the vision, right. It's this it's your dreams. It's your, it's the bigger plan. Um, and with, but it's, it's this excitement and it's connected to who you want to be. So your values are who you are. And the vision is really then what do you aspire to? And Mm -hmm. what's that big, it's again, connected to the heart. So it's, how do you want to feel? And I break it down into a big vision and then also, a daily vision. And I think that is super helpful. Um, and, uh, let's see, so I'm just going to combine some of these things, <laughs> but I think starting with these seven areas, and again, in the peace and productivity planner, um, there, there's going to be the big three every season. So every season kind of reevaluating these things and resetting the vision. Mm -hmm. Um, for, and that's where, yeah, we'll start with in January, but there's also these seven areas. I think sometimes literally, yeah, it can be super overwhelming. Like, okay, well, where do we start, um, (laughs) to get, it's like to create this vision. And I think for me, these seven areas, um, getting specific physical, mental, spiritual, financial relationships and then the career and the home. So Mm. these are the areas that I would say, even just starting to take a look at when you're creating your vision, because we can, again, it can get too blurry or, and so if you take one at a time and maybe again, for the woman listening, I think it can be maybe just pick one. What's the thing that you are, when I say that you're like, Oh yeah. Like that's the thing. That's the area of my life that maybe right now it feels like there's something missing or it feels like I can step it up or whatever that is. And eventually to create the overall big vision, you know, you want to incorporate all of these areas, but it's a process. I think that's maybe the biggest thing I can encourage you with too, that it's, it is a process just like everything and a journey to figure out how, what makes sense for you in creating your vision? Because we all, (laughs) brains all work differently and we all process things differently. So ultimately, um, I guess starting out too, I wrote down the thinking about, talking about how you process things. Do you need to talk it out? When you're sitting down, getting ready to start creating your vision, do you need to talk it out with a friend? Do you need to go on a walk? Do you need to get somebody on the phone and just Go back and forth with your ideas. Or are you a journaler, which I am. I love writing things down. That's how I process them. But I've also learned, I mean, in working with so many different women, we're not all journalers. <laughs> we don't all write things down and process right. So that would be my my normal, my go-to is to write down in these seven areas. Um, but if that's not you, then figuring out really how you how you process them. And for the bigger vision, then it's Ultimately, it's like that five, that 10 years, the five years, the 15 years down the road. And then even at the end of your life, it's literally like looking, getting that wide scope. Mm-hmm. And a couple of questions that I've found, and again, these are in the planner as well. So how do you want to be remembered? Mm-hmm. What do you want to create? And who do you aspire to be? What are your biggest dreams? and if anything was possible what would you do so these are some things that i know we've kind of all you know you've heard these things before but i think when we're thinking about creating this bigger vision it's really like the idea of thinking about at the end at the end of your life or even when your kids are grown right how mm-hmm. do you want them to look back on their childhood like what kind of a mom do you want to be and so it's again as you can see it's like just getting it's really connecting to the heart and it's not, we're not talking about the specifics yet. This is just that bigger vision. And I, then I get really excited about the, the the daily vision Mm -hmm. because I think this is where, and they're connected, but I think this is like your ideal week. Do you want a date night every week? Like getting more, then now we're getting more and more specific. So Mm -hmm. what's your vision for, for your week Time to work, time to quality time with your husband, time to be by yourself, white space. Um, and then with your ideal day, do you want time to, again, to move your body, to just have a cup of coffee in the morning with your journal, with your book? Like, what does that look like? So I think, I guess overall, when I'm talking about um, that vision, it's really Again, if anything is possible, just design, like you have the paintbrush and it's this empty canvas. So what are you going to create? And and the goals then are, what are those steps? What are the colors you're going to use? You know, that really the specifics of it. So, and the other thing, ultimately, just asking yourself these questions of how do you want to feel? That's probably the bit. How do you want to feel in your life overall? Do you want to feel... Rushed and burnt out? Or do you, obviously, the answer will probably be no, but, or do you want to feel peaceful? Do you want to feel connected, like you're saying? And so, getting clear on those feelings, getting clear on how you want to feel, how you want to show up, and then you can basically reverse engineer what are those things every day, every week that will get you to that bigger vision. And so, For me, I like to put it in a in an I am statement um, that ultimately, and you can cut me off. I feel like just hopefully this is all connecting because it's it's definitely a process, you know. Like, um, but I and I guess I'll give you I'll kind of run through the other day. I also do like these resets of my vision because when you feel again have a year like 2020, you can feel like you get you get off track and you do, but the who the values and the why the vision, the way I look at it, there's like a line there. And those are the two things. They stay steady, Mm -hmm. right? Like your vision. Yes. It can evolve a little bit, but they're steady and they're reliable and they're your foundation. And then the goals and the systems, the habits under that line, they can change and evolve with the year and with your, you know, with the season that you're in. So Ultimately, I actually did a little a little reset and it maybe it'll be helpful to just sort of walk you through. I literally wrote down, like I said, I wrote down my value, which was health. And when I defined it in this moment, my mental and physical energy is the piece of my health right now in this season that is the, the thing I'm focusing on. And so to align that with my days, then I really getting movement every day is going to help me with my mental and physical energy, right? So, well, what does, so that's the alignment. And then my vision is, I actually, I wrote, I know that this um, obviously connects with you and that's why I love you, but I am an intuitive eater and mover. And let's see, how. what else did I put? I am excited to wake up in the morning and get moving. Like I am, And this is the vision I create for my days and my weeks, right? So I love to put it into that I am statement as if it's already happened. And you can call it whatever you want to call it, the, the manifesting or, but ultimately it just helps me to get in that brain space of this is absolutely possible. And then I'm thinking that informs then the goals and the habits that I create each day, because in my head, I am that person. I am someone who loves to get up in the morning and move my body, however that looks. So I'm going to create my goals and my habits to match up with that, if that makes sense.
0: Oh my gosh, it makes so much sense. And I think that's so powerful to put it in those I am statements to remind yourself that exactly what you said, that these things are possible and to kind of own that this is who I am, even if you're still creating that. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. There's so much more that I love about everything that you shared. I love that you go from this big picture of like those really, you know, those really tiny questions like, how do I want to be remembered? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Just those little, those little tiny questions. (laughs) Um, But really going deep and asking yourself, honestly, like, how do I want to be remembered? What is this greater vision for how I want my life to look like? But then you don't just take it to this year, which that's part of it, right? But how do I want this year to look? But you take it to the actual day because I know that I'm sure you've heard the phrase and I have, I I use it all the time. How we spend our days is how we spend our lives. So looking at that, this is what is my ideal week? What is my ideal day? because those days added up are our life. Yeah. And it's how we spend our days that are going to determine if we get to that greater vision, if we get to that place we want to be, if we are that person that we, that we want to be ultimately, and it's not going to be perfect, like you said, but having that greater vision has, is that that thing's to kind of anchor us almost yeah. i think yeah. in in really who we want to be ultimately and then that does help to direct our days and that's why that's why i really i think that what you do is very unique i think there's a lot of people out there who talk about creating a vision and i've created vision boards i actually go mm-hmm. through and do a vision board every year with yeah. the super mama society which is my membership program cool. And bitch, because I want to have them get into the space of creating this vision for the year ahead and going beyond just these, those surface level goals. Like we talked about those arbitrary, Mm. like, I just want to lose five pounds. Like, well, why, what is the life you actually want to live? What do you want your year to look like next year? And there's, because there is so much we can't control, but let's, let's take it bigger. It's not just the year it is. Where do you want to be in your life as a whole? And then how can we spend our days like that? Because Mm -hmm. I think Just like you said, when we get thrown off, when things unexpected things happen, when we have that greater vision, we can adjust accordingly our days and our weeks to still aim towards that vision to have that we're moving towards, even if everything else in the world looks different. Yeah, that I love that you you said that those were kind of like our. I can't remember exactly how you described it, but those those core values and that vision are yeah. kind of those are those those like things the are, anchors, that don't the foundation, anchors, yeah. that foundation. Yes, yeah. exactly that foundation yep. that doesn't change, and so we can always come back to those. Exactly. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. So I would love to talk just briefly about, and I mean, I say briefly, but I mean, we could probably talk <laughs> about this for hours. <laughs> and we're going to talk about how the women listening can actually connect with us more and really, yes. Take this information into mm. your own hands and really start creating this greater vision for the year ahead. Yeah. How about the woman, the mama, especially who is listening, who wants to make changes in the new year, as we all do? So they've defined their core values. They've defined. They've defined this overall vision. Maybe they're starting to decide what they want their days to look like. Yeah. Maybe they're starting to decide what they want their years to look like. And they want to start creating habits. They want to start creating, whether it is for health or maybe it's, you know, something that they want to do with their kids, in their family. Maybe they want to yeah. grow as a person. They they want to start some sort of a, a habit. How can creating this greater vision for their life and this vision for the new year help them to create habits that are actually going to last instead of, like we talked about at the beginning, those things we just kind of fall off of?
1: exactly yes and this i think this is the the meat of the conversation right and this is the piece that a lot of people like a lot it's missing for a lot of the time like you said like it's it's the key i think that's going to turn that ignition and really get it going um so and i feel like as you're talking i'm like i feel like that's maybe my my superpower or the thing that i like it's just natural for me that I'm like, I get the big picture, but I have to break it down to make it like actionable, um, for, for today, because then you just get lost in that, in that muck and that and the daily, in the laundry and the things that will inevitably come up. Right. Um, and just putting out these daily fires. But if we are, this is what I get so excited about for women, because I feel like if you, if we can grasp this, we're clear on our values, we're clear on our vision, which will be a process of figuring out, right? Like, I Mm -hmm. think you're not going to just necessarily, I guess I just wanted to mention that too, not necessarily sit down and like one sitting and just knock it out. It's going to be this evolving, like over the next few weeks or, you know, into the new year as well, continue creating that mm-hmm. and getting that clear picture but then again that's going to be your foundation and then from there so we keep we keep drilling down and drilling down until we get super specific and what can i do today that i like i'm drawing a line with my f- finger that brings me up back to my vision like all the thi- and it's not going to be everything you do every day that's going to point you back to your vision clearly because we do have to make dinner and do the laundry and do all those things But maybe even if you're thinking, what's one that I can do one thing every day that gets me closer to my bigger vision. So that's like the mindset around it, like keeping it top of mind, keeping it. And that's what I, again, it's my goal with the planner is that you've got the seasonal, the monthly, the weekly, the daily, so that you literally bring in your vision into each piece Mm -hmm. of, right? Every month, every week, you're reminded, what's my vision? What are my goals? So I think keeping it top of mind is huge because if we're not, if we don't remember what they are, (laughs) what it is, I mean, that's, it's not likely to happen. That's first of all. So then I mentioned um, (laughs) the systems and that's. Where the way I look at systems is once you have the goals and we didn't, so I guess getting the clear, the goals for me, like in my example, moving through my example of the, I am an intuitive eater and intuitive mover, and I'm excited to wake up and move my body. So then a goal for me that would come out of that to help me to stay aligned would be to exercise or move my body three days a week right? So like a specific, that's a goal to me. That's a specific goal that, you know, we, we all know kind of like the smart goals and, and I like that. I actually like, um, the specific measurable, I say aligned with our values, uh, realistic for our season and then typically timed. So Mm -hmm. the smart goals. Um, so then, but ultimately, right. If you're, you have your goal, but if you don't have those habits and those systems to back it up, again, it just falls flat. Mm-hmm. So from there, I like to think of the systems are the, the routines, the rhythms and the habits. So where in your week, then if exercising three days a week is a goal, right? Where am I going to fit that in? Literally like putting it on the calendar, Um, fit. What do I do already? And I know you're going to talk about the habits in our and what we're going to talk about later. I'm so Mm -hmm. excited. Um, But it's ultimately taking what you already do. And naturally, like in your morning, what's kind of that normal flow. And so it's that's like your anchor and then creating a new rhythm of movement. So and starting really small. I think that's probably the thing that we don't like to hear, but we need to hear. And it's, and it seems it's, it's not like sexy. It's not exciting to start small, but that's truly, I think maybe that's the biggest thing that I've learned. And I continue to learn because I like to go big. And I like when I'm excited about something, I like to dive in and get all, you know, just go for it. But the consistency when you're creating that habit to ultimately align with your vision that's it's, you need to start small. So if you can drill it down even more, so, you know, if you want to move every day, but you start with saying, I will move my body three days a week. Right. Mm -hmm. And then where are you going to do that? If you already, you know, ultimately for me, I'm still figuring that out of like, so I take the kids to school. I do that every day. And then if I put my workout clothes on and then I will, you know, having a plan is a big, Mm -hmm. a big part of that. So starting small, having a plan and attaching it to something that you already do naturally in your day, I think probably is the three biggest things for, for me in creating that habit. And really, then you think about it and because it's, again, it's not just an arbitrary habit. It's not something that just came out of the blue. It's something that you literally started with your core value of health and you brought it all the way down to, okay, then three days a week, I'm going to move my body And when you don't feel like doing it, I think that's the big thing, like we kind of mentioned too, like if you're not feeling it, you're not motivated, but you're remembering, oh, this is who I am. I am someone who is excited to get out of bed in the morning and who is energized by moving my body and enjoys movement. So and I mean, ultimately with that example, there's, it's, we're talking about exercising, but it's, it applies to everything, obviously. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. I, I was actually
0: talking um, to one of the women in the super society, my, my group coaching a couple of weeks ago now about movement and the motivation to move as well. And that the motivation to move for her used to be the weight loss piece. And she's mm-hmm. like, but I, I want to continue to move on a regular basis. Cause I know it's good for me. I know what makes me feel good. These same reasons that you're saying, and I, she wants to do it with excitement. Yeah. So one of the, one of the pieces of advice that I gave her was when she it is those days where she doesn't feel really good. She doesn't really feel like she wants to do it. It's well, I mean there was actually two parts to it. The first part is asking herself, am I actually really tired? Is my body telling me no? Cause that's one part of it. Your body might Absolutely. be telling you no, but then true. it could just be that your brain is telling, you no. <laughs> like the example so that you're giving where you're just yes. like, eh, I yes. don't really want to do this. I could be doing anything else. And then yeah. you go back to, okay, your why. Why is it that I want to do this? Oh, right. Because I want to be able to run after my kids because I want to actually feel good because I want to be able to move when I'm 80. Mm -hmm. And then asking yourself, I I asked her to take it a step further and ask what would feel fun today? Because it doesn't necessarily have to be a routine where it's like, okay, I'm going to run on Monday and do strength training on Wednesday and do bar class on Friday maybe, maybe you do bar class on Friday because that's Mm -hmm. when you can do the online class or whatever it is. So maybe there is some scheduling to it. You can still listen to your body in that, but you can always shift it when you actually have that goal. I think it's so powerful. You have that goal and you're turning it into a habit. The habit doesn't necessarily have to be like this one specific thing. Some habits are like brushing your teeth can typically just be done one way. You brush your teeth, (laughs) but there's so much freedom in that too, going, okay, I've got this goal. I want to move a few times a week. I want to do it because I want to feel good. Yep. I am the type of person who is excited to move. And how do you live that out? You live it out by going, what would actually sound fun to me today? Exactly. What's a great, what's a fun way to move? I think I saw you roller rollerblading with your uh-huh. daughter yeah. on, on Instagram, right? Yep. Yep. So much fun. I used to rollerblade when I was probably your daughter's age and it's been yep. a really long time since I was, you know, like six or seven or whatever (laughs) when I rollerbladed, but how fun is that? What a fun way to move. You're still getting in the movement. So I love that, you know, when you are starting from this like greater vision and working your way down to your weeks and to your day and create these goals and create these habits, but you can have that, a little bit of that flexibility yes, too. Yes, So that it is something that actually creates that sustainable change and doesn't just feel like we like hit the goal and then we move on because you hit the goal to start moving for three times a week or for three times a week, three times a week. And then you do it one week and then you're like, well, I did it now yeah. it's over. That's exactly. not actually helping you to live exactly. the life you want to live and to create that greater vision. It needs yep. to become that habit. So exactly, I love that really connecting it. I love that you break it down, that you connect it to this greater vision. And oh, oh my gosh, can you, can you tell
1: how much this excites me? <laughs> We're so on the same page. We
0: totally are <laughs> because it. It, it is so important. I think that we yeah. go past what the world tells us about how you create a goal yeah. or that, you know, it is the goal that is the most important. Right. But the goal is just the facilitator for creating this larger vision exactly. for this life that we want to live. And that is where I think what the work you, that you do is so, so powerful with helping women. I know that you work with a lot of moms as well because, mm-hmm. you know – not yep. all of my listeners are moms, but primarily they yeah. are. And I think as moms, we can feel so much pressure to yes. be like the heart of our home and to do all of these things. I know mm-hmm. both you and I, we own businesses and then yep. we also have husbands who go away. Yep. And we also have these kiddos that we're raising and sometimes schooling at home. And right. there are all of these, these pressures on yeah. us. And being able to have that overall vision, I think, can give us a lot of like, A lot of opportunity for grace, too, going just like you said before, it's not always going to be perfect,
1: Mm -hmm. but we
0: can do one thing each day and then, you know, several things each week. So if we do one thing each day, that's seven seven things that we did each week to bring us towards our, towards our, our goals and to bring us towards this bigger vision. It doesn't have to be an all at once. So going back to that, we can move away from this all or nothing mentality where we just need to create this new year's resolution. We haven't even used that word in this episode. And I think that's Important. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because it's not about resolutions. It's about no. this bigger vision and then being able to have that kind of flexibility and give ourselves that grace in all of Absolutely. that. I know it's, it makes me feel like so much more comforted when I hear this and I'm like, Okay, I can do that. It yeah. sounds like it's going to take a while. Like you said, it's right. going to be, and it's not going to take forever, but it's going to yeah. be a process. But it's going to yeah. be an important process, and it's going to help yeah. me define this long term, not just for the next year. Exactly. Or it's, it's
1: really going to help me create this this overall this overall life. Yeah, it's a lifestyle change, and it's a mindset. Just reframe, which I know we're both big on. And I love Mm -hmm. that you said that. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing that I feel like simplicity and flexible structure is like Mm -hmm. the thing that underlies basically everything I talk about. And when, and then kind of getting that picture of like, again, the values and the vision, they're at the top and they're going to, you know, be your strength in those moments when it gets hard. Um, but the goals and the habits, yeah, so much grace, so much flexibility and have fun with experimenting with it. I Mm. think too, what, what's a goal? Like, I think that the word goal, it can feel, it can feel heavy or like, again, with, when it's like with the shoulds around it or the whatever, like, make it fun, make it exciting for you. And what would be interesting? What would be a cool experiment? And then if it maybe doesn't pan out or it's not quite, it's not the thing that would help you to get back to the vision, try another goal, right? Like just, yeah, I think just making it fun, making it light as much as possible and holding those values and the vision strongly, you know? Yes, yeah, and you know I love that you
0: brought that up—the Enneagram seven in you, right? Yeah, Making things fun. <laughs> totally, that's so funny. <laughs> but I think that, and for myself, being someone who is has often been very rigid in my goals, yeah. I think it's a, it's a really good sort of litmus test as to whether or not something really does align with our greater vision. Mm. If it feels so hard to that's achieve, such it. a good point. Because yes. it is going to be. I mean, habits are not yeah. easy. They're habits, right? We right. have to put some intention into it. There is, there is intention that we have to put into it to create habits, to, to reach our goals. But if it feels so hard that it almost feels impossible, or it feels like hard to do every single day, it's probably not aligning with our overall vision because then when we reach it, we're not going to be able to, we're not going to stick with it. It's the same thing. I can go back to dieting with that too, right? I always talk about When somebody asks me, like, oh, should I do this plan? Should I do that plan? I ask them, number one, does it feel like you can do that forever? Because anything you do to achieve the goal you want to achieve, you have to keep up in some way, shape, or form forever. If it doesn't feel like you can do this forever, then it's probably not what you want to work towards. Maybe we work towards something that feels more balanced and aligned for you and your life. And I think it's the same with with every area too. Mm-hmm. If it feels so difficult and so hard, it's like, okay. I mean, it can, it can feel like a stretch. It can feel like it needs to stretch us, but I feel like if it feels so impossible, that's probably not, that's probably not aligning with our overall vision.
1: Yeah, no, I just, I really, I love, I love what you're saying. That's a really good, I think, paying attention to our feelings is a, is kind of what we're talking about too. Just that, because the vision is coming Feelings, right. Like, I mean, I think there's, (laughs) there's a give and a take with that. Like, again, if you don't feel like doing something that day, it's listening to your body. um, And then also knowing yourself well enough. I think there's a good balance there of knowing yourself well enough. When is it time to push? When is it time to, you know, to rest all those things. And again, I think that's all part of it. That's all part of the process. But I think our our guts, we know, like we know Mm -hmm. as women to where we are in tune to if something's not, if it's not aligning. And I think we can also build that muscle of learning to pay attention when we're in alignment or out of alignment with, with our vision. And the more clear, I think maybe even just coming back to that, like bring it back home with that of the more clear you are on what that vision is. The more you're going to see throughout your day, these little nudges, these little things that say, oh, oop," kind of like get veering off course a little bit, veering off course. OK, get back on track, like, you know, and just the little paying attention to the little nudges and the things throughout the day, um, because that will ultimately they add up. Right.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, totally. I, I talk to women all the time about when I think when they start eating intuitively and they really start tuning into their bodies Oftentimes they start noticing, tuning into their bodies in other areas too. And they start to notice yes. when something feels like that, like, oh, this doesn't quite feel right to me. This doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's aligning anymore. And the same yep. thing, I think they play off of each other too. The more we start totally. tuning into our lives in other areas, we can also start tuning into, yes. huh, what I'm what I'm doing in terms of eating and moving and all that, it it's not really working, whether it's because it's it's not really making them feel good or it feels really restrictive, right. or vice versa, or whatever it is. I think that these, totally. they definitely kind of play off of each other. I've always got to bring it back to the food and the intuition, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. I, I do think that it, it really does. It really does help us to be in tune with ourselves and to be in tune with what, what feels good and yep. what feels like a stretch versus this just feels impossible exactly. and motivation versus the, um, this is just not aligning. So exactly. I think that is yep. so, so huge.
1: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I think it the food and the exercise and the, I think they're just easy examples, right? Yes. But like we said, we can apply it literally to everything for our business, all the things. Yeah
0: yeah, something it's funny. something that I notice in myself is when something is starting to make me feel so stressed that I procrastinate it mm. and I just like put it off and I put mm-hmm. it off and I put it off. I think that's a that's a very good indicator for me yeah. that something about that is not aligning. something about yeah. that goal needs to be shifted. And I love yeah. just to go back to, I love that you talk about. It's okay to refresh our vision a little bit, mm-hmm. to refresh our, our goal, to shift things around a little bit when they're not aligning, yeah. because I think sometimes we can feel stuck in them. We can feel like, well, I set this, so I have to reach it. I know at least that's oh my, my mindset, yes. <laughs> but no, it's okay I am right to shift there with them you. to realign those with our vision. Yes. So. Oh my gosh, I yes. love this so much. We could talk about this for. So I know, so I know, totally. <laughs> you might have heard my little kiddo come out in the background too. She just came like right outside the room and she started talking, and I'm like, "Well, it's mom life. It is. It is <laughs> totally it is. mom life." Are here, my kiddo, yep. because we are busy yep. mamas, and this is just the life that we live. Um, exactly. Before we kind of wrap things up. I am so, so excited to tell my listeners and your listeners about something that we have coming up at the end of the month. Actually, by the time this podcast is out, it will actually be starting at the end of this week, and that is the Simplify and Thrive Challenge that we have coming up. So. I would love talking about just to talk about kind of your part in the challenge, my part in the challenge, what the women are going to get out of it and why they should join. I mean, it is a free challenge and it's incredible information. If you loved what Sarah shared and, and you know, my my little my little anecdotes throughout, you are going to love this. It is free. So that should just be reason enough to join <laughs> with us. Um, but let's give them a little bit more. Let's give them some information and let's share with them a little bit more about what the Simplify and Thrive Challenge is and how it's going to help them enter into the new year feeling balanced and feeling like they really are in alignment with their vision and they're kind of hitting the ground running in a really positive way in the new year.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited, so excited to do this with you. And we both said as we were kind of like walking through and thinking through the different ideas that we're like oh man we want to sign up for this challenge <laughs> like this is <laughs> yeah. pretty awesome um so yeah so ultimately it really is i think um it's our kind of the best of what we both offer and we're bringing it together and just it's like this perfect union because we are so much on the same page um when it comes to all things just simplifying and it's the holistic picture right mm-hmm. so yeah. Ultimately, we're going to dive deep into, in the 10-day challenge, we're going to go into, um, in deeper into how you can create that vision. And I talked about, right, the big vision, the five, 10 years, but really then applying that to this year, to the new year, to 2021. And so we'll go deeper into that and into the core values, how that all plays into it, Um, doing an energy audit. Uh, creating your non negotiables, which ultimately are the habits for energy, and um, simplifying editing, which is a big, you know, clearing out the things that are in your way, <laughs> that are blocking yes. your energy, that are blocking you, and, you know, maybe just getting awareness around those things, because a lot of times we don't even know what is stopping us from reaching our goals or creating these habits and that ultimately it's stopping us from our bigger vision so just diving into all the, these things that we that i teach that you teach and kind of each area like each day focusing on a different piece of the puzzle that can set you up for next year like like no other. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. And like you mentioned earlier on in our conversation, I'm going to teach exactly how to create a habit. This is something I talk Mm -hmm. about a ton with the women in my group coaching. How do you actually take that thing that you want and turn it into a habit? We already talked a little bit about it today, but how can we stack habits like you're talking about on things that we're already doing? How can we make the habit formation process feel like something that's more natural. It's never, it's not necessarily going to be easy, but it's more natural and it can become a part of our life. We're going to talk about creating a framework for routines in our life. So morning routines, evening routines, and I'll talk about things like simplifying mealtime with meal planning (laughs) and meal prep in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming or restrictive, which I know you know is what I'm all Mm -hmm. about. And then we'll be talking about that weekly refresh that you started to allude to a little bit when it comes to refreshing our vision each Mm -hmm. and every week. So when we do start this new year, and we're going to be doing this at the beginning of the new year. So we're going to be doing a little bit of a lead up the few days before. So you can sign up right now to join us for free at healthybalancedmama.com slash thrive. You can join us in the group. We're going to have a Facebook group where we can connect with each other, where you can talk about your vision. We can help you to really... really refine that in a way that works for you. And then as we jump into the challenge on January 1st, each day we're going to have daily prompts for you to start creating this vision and to really work on one new area each and every day this is not meant to be something that is overwhelming or feels like a lot coming into the new year. It's gentle reminders and encouragement to really just start putting intention in these areas yeah. each and every day throughout these 10 days, While also having the support and encouragement from myself and Sarah and the women in the community yeah. throughout the throughout the challenge. So we'll be doing live videos. We're going to have a workbook that you can really put pen to paper and start putting these things into action, which I know for myself is really, really powerful and that's one of the reasons I love your planner so much and I'll have (laughs) you talk about that in a couple minutes as well I think this challenge goes really really well with Mm -hmm. the the, your planner and then the things that I talk about as well when it comes to turning this vision into routines and rhythms so that we don't feel like we're falling into the new year but we feel like we're walking into it intentionally if that makes sense oh totally that was well said yep yep So for any of the women who want to join, the URL again, it's going to be the link is going to be in the show notes, but it's healthybalancedmama.com slash thrive. And it's just your name and email. And you'll get an email confirmation from us with the link to the private Facebook community. It's just going to be the women of the community. There won't be any creepy bots or anything like that popping into the community. With <laughs> us. It's just going to be me and Sarah and an incredible group of women who also want to create this really positive vision for the new year, whatever that looks like for them, and then start to create those routines. And- And those rhythms and and those habits from that to really start creating the life that they want to live. Not the life that society tells us that we're supposed to live, but the life that we actually want to live. Absolutely. So I would love before before we hop off for you to talk a little bit more about your planner as well, because I think that the peace and productivity planner is the perfect tool to do all of the things that you mentioned throughout this episode. And I think it it goes really, really well with the challenge that we're going to be doing as well. So you don't have to have the planner for the challenge. But it is something that would be really helpful to have alongside it. Or maybe they'll do the challenge and then they'll go, oh, my gosh, I totally need this planner. So can you share just a little bit more about your planner?
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm I'm really, really excited about, about this year's planner in particular. Um, so this is the third year that I've been doing it. And I just feel like each year I've just really... It's gotten more and more simple and more and more clear. I think clarity from that, the challenge, that's the word that keeps coming up as well for me. It's just that clarity because um, after 2020, uh, so much is unclear, right? And we can feel, yeah, just kind of lost. And But we do have control over our clarity of our vision. And I think, so it's called peace and productivity, which those two words, I mean, they just... I absolutely love them. I feel like that's my, I think I said that earlier, but that's my, my vision for, for my life and to help women as well. I want to really feel peaceful. I want to feel like I'm not hustling so much, that I'm not struggling through every single day, but I'm able to pause and really, to me, peaceful just is enjoying the moment I'm in. And learning to do that. And so when it comes to the planner and planning, when I'm able to get clear on my day, each day, my on my week, on my day, then I'm able, then I'm not, it's not going through my brain. I'm freed up to focus and to be there with my family when it's time to be with my family, or to be in my business when it's time to be in my business. So that's where a planner has been so instrumental for me. And it, in, from the beginning, I started creating one because I couldn't find one that did everything I wanted it to do. So ultimately, as I've gone through this process, it's like I said, it's, it's taking, it really is each, it's the big three. You have a space in that planner every single, every four months, so every quarter, um, to redefine and clarify your values, your vision, and your goals for that those upcoming months. And then each month, you're going to break down those big goals and that vision into what can I do this month to get me there each week? What can I do this week to get me there And and into the day? What are my three essentials for the day? So I just love how, honestly, for me, it's just it's really focusing on the essentials and it's not trying to do all the things. It's not, we're not creating these massive to-do lists. We're really getting clear and we're focusing what we're doing and aligning our days with our values. (laughs) So that's, that was the goal. That was the the mission and the vision of the planner. And I'm really excited how it turned out and just the brightness of the cover itself. (laughs) It's yellow and it's, to me, it's sunshine. It's sunshine. It's a new day. It's a new year. We. It's new life. It's breathing new life into all of us. And we're ready. We're going to, like, I love how you said that. Not falling into the, it really makes perfect sense. We're not just falling into it. We're going into, we're walking confidently with our head held high yeah. into 2021 because we're ready. <laughs>
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. And the planner is beautiful too. We are recording this a little bit early and they are just about to come out. So I'm yes. still I'm still waiting ah. for mine to come in the mail, <laughs> but I've seen it and I'm so, so excited to dig into it. I've been using mine for the last six months, the last version <laughs> for the last six months, and it's been so powerful. And I've talked about it a ton because it has been really powerful to continuously realign myself with my vision because I think that's something that I've always been a someone who's created vision boards and who's mm-hmm. set vision and who set goals, but to actually take that and to refresh that vision every few months and even Mm. every week and every day to a a small extent and really align that has been really, really huge. So I know that my listeners are going to want to go ahead and grab one of your planners and they are all going to have to go ahead and join us in the simplify and thrive challenge. So I will put the link for that in the show notes, but where else can they find you? Where can they connect with you and see all of that you were creating for the new year and beyond?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. So um, I am at at a simply big life on Instagram and I love Instagram. It's, I think it's just a really fun low key place to hang out for the most. Part. and I have a Facebook group that I would love for you to join as well. Um, and then, yeah, we'll just put the link for the planner in um, in the show notes and that would be amazing. I just, I would love to connect. You can always send me a message on Instagram, um, or my website is just a simply big <laughs> Thank
0: you so much, Sarah, for coming on again. This was as usual, an incredible conversation. So, so many, just Actionable tips for the women listening. So I know they're going to get so much value out of this. I know that they're going to want to come join us in the Simplify and Thrive <laughs> yes, Challenge please. this new year. And let's just wish everyone a happy and healthy new year because for many of them, this is going to be the last episode they listen to before 2021.
1: Right. Happy New Year. Woohoo. <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> yeah, 2020. You. Yeah, goodbye, 2020. Hello, 2021. Thank you so much, Kristen. This was so awesome. As usual, yes. Yeah, we always we could literally talk for hours. So, I'm so excited to do this challenge and for all of you to come join us. Thank you so
0: much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.